Get ready to hear the truth about America. A new show that isn't allergic to the facts. The Bold Conservative. And now, here is your host, James Welcome to all my bold conservatives out there. This is the Bold Conservative Show. Today we're going to be talking about something that may not surprise you. Nancy Pelosi literally downplays El Baghdadi's death and attacks Trump. Hold on to your MAGA hats. This is the Bold Conservative Show. So as you heard in the in the audio, this is insane. But what can you expect from Nancy Pelosi, nervous Nancy? Nancy disgustingly downplays the importance of the Al Baghdadi death, an event that will go down in history as one of the most awesome things to ever happen. Besides, uh, others. See, here's the thing. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi apparently loathes Donald Trump. And you know this. She loathes him so much that she attacked him while he was informing everyone that the world's number one terrorist had been killed. While speaking from the White House on Sunday morning, the president revealed that ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi was dead after a successful military raid. Baghdadi took his own life in the back of a dead-end tunnel as our brave U.S. Special Operations Forces closed in on the cowardly terrorist leader in a massive raid that took place in a compound in northern Syria. They're close to Turkey, close to the Turkey-Syrian border. And that makes me wonder why Turkey is trying to protect miles and miles in between their border. Were they trying to protect Baghdadi? That's my question. And this is the thing that you need to understand. Trump uh, announced to the world that he was pulling out of Syria after he made this announcement and every and all the Democrats freaked out he went in he approved the attack the raid on the compound where Baghdadi was staying and Baghdadi was completely unaware. He had heard the news that Trump had pulled the U.S. troops out. So he was celebrating, probably, that now he can grow his caliphate again. So this is what uh, Trump had to say about that. This is his exact words. Last night, the United States brought the world's number one terrorist leader to justice. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is dead. 
He added this. He was the founder and leader of ISIS, the most ruthless and violent terrorist organization anywhere in the world. And all that's true. So you, you, you might think that Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the anti-Trump Democrats would be happy that Trump ordered the, 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 the killing of one of the worst terrorists in history. And like I said yesterday, keep this in mind. Before Baghdadi left New York, he looked at the officers that were handling him and he told them this. He said, we will see you in New York. So that's what he said. So he was planning to come back to New York and do a terrorist attack. So here's the thing. Nancy Pelosi went over the edge as she just could not believe the president wouldn't tell her and Schiff about the raid. Why wouldn't he tell Schiff? Because like uh, Trey Gowdy has said before, Adam Schiff leaks worse than a screen door on a submarine. He would have leaked the information. The, pre the press would have got the leak. Then Baghdadi would have got the leak and they would have moved him. How stupid do they think this president is? This president knows what he's doing. By him not telling uh, Nancy Pelosi and, and Adam Schiff, he did the right thing. They can't resist but to leak to the media. These are completely un-American people. These, these two are just out of control, man. But Nancy Pelosi also couldn't resist the urge to take several shots at the president after he just announced his administration killed the most deadliest terrorist in the world. And this was her statement right after Trump made the announcement. This is what her exact words, and I'm reading her, her exact statement. Americans salute the heroism and acknowledge the work of our partners in the region. We are relieved that no U.S. personnel died in this daring raid. The death of al-Baghdadi is significant, but the death of this ISIS leader does not mean the death of ISIS. Scores of ISIS uh, fighters remain under uncertain conditions in Syria, Syrian prisons, and countless others in the region and around the world remain intent on spreading their influence to committing acts of terror. This month, the House passed a joint resolution on an overwhelmingly bipartisan 354 to 60 basis, which rejects President Trump's green lighting of Turkish aggression into Syria against our Kurdish partners and calls on him to present a clear strategy to defeat ISIS. So see, she couldn't resist but to attack Trump. Trump did not green light Turkish aggression into Syria. He did not give them uh, permission. They pretend like Trump said, hey, 
go ahead, Turkey, go ahead and kill the Kurds. He, he told them that he was going to put severe sanctions on them if they didn't back off. This green lighting is a farce. It's Nancy Pelosi playing to her base, trying to pretend like she's still in charge. She's not in charge of anything. She's not in charge of anything at all. So also, also, not only was she downplaying this, uh, the death of Baghdadi, but uh, the squad refused to congratulate Trump on a successful uh, al-Baghdadi uh, mission. So here's the thing. While Democrats around the country tripped over themselves in 2011 to congratulate then-President Obama for his success, many of the top Democrats who routinely bash President Trump are no notably silent on social media. Which is, which is crazy. They're not even acknowledging that this was something that was supposed to go on. So in a tweet, while as Trump was making this announcement, AOC said, tweeted this out. This is what the climate change looks like. The GOP like to mock scientific warnings about climate change as aggression. But just look around, it's already starting. We have 10 years to cut carbon emissions in half. Blah, 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 blah. See, so she basically went on about her new green deal uh, while Trump was making this announcement. Also, uh, Elon Omar, this is what she was tweeting while it was going on. One year ago, we witnessed the deadly anti-Semitic attacks in our nation's history at the Tree of Life Synagogue, holding the victims and survivors in my heart today. We must confront the hateful ideologies of white nationalism and treat it like the national security threat that it is. I've never met a white supremacist. Nobody I know knows a white supremacist. You would think of all the wide swaths of people that I know. Out of all of these people, at least one of these people would have at least met one. And her anti-Semitic attacks on Israel and Jews, this is just her playing her base, man. These people are crazy. So this is what Rashida Tlaib said, was saying while it was happening. Boy, do I love our veterans who not only fight against foreign threats, but also domestic ones, too. And she has pictures of uh, uh, crazy people out there with signs uh, protesting Trump at the game. And then you got Ayanna Presley. One year ago, we were robbed of the lives of 11 people at the Tree of Life Synagogue. See, they all they all copy each other man it's like that's why when you when you think of uh the squad you th all you you put all four of them in the same basket because all of them are are like hive-minded they're hive-minded and they all think the same things and do the same exact things which is insane and they don't care 
They don't care that we know that, that they have, none of them have a mind of their own. So basically, that being said, this historic raid was made even more meaningful because its operational code name, it was named after Kayla Mueller, the 26-year-old American who was kidnapped, tortured, raped, and killed by al-Baghdadi in 2015. What about Kayla's life? Uh, why are the Democrats downplaying that? They didn't even mention that. Didn't even want to mention that. The only people that are mentioning Kayla Mueller are uh, us conservatives because she deserved to be free. She deserved uh, to live a life. She was young. And it, it's, it, it just amazes me how the Democrats just, they could care less about America or what's going on in America. If Trump does it, they downplay it. If somebody else, uh, a Democrat does, and they did the same thing with Bush. They did the same thing with Bush Sr. and uh, Bush Jr. I mean, come on, man. These Democrats do not love America at all. They could care less about you. They could care less about me. They could care even they could even care less about their own constituents. Look at the Democrats, uh, Democrat-run cities. They're shitholes, shitholes filled with 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 garbage and and drug needles and 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 feces and urine. It's filthy and disgusting, and they refuse to help these people. Rather than sitting here and criticize Trump 24-7, these idiots could actually be doing something for their cities, but they ignore their cities because their cities are unimportant to them. America is unimportant to them, and they, and they prove it every day. When Trump says something, they all freak out and fly off the handle and want to impeach him because of something he said. We live in America. We have a freedom of speech, and we can say what we want to say. I'm sick of all of these people trying to tell us what we can and cannot say, what we can and cannot believe. I don't care if Twitter bans me. I don't care if Facebook bans me. I don't care anymore. I have a freedom to speak, and I'm going to use my freedom to speak and say what I want to say. And that's why I have this podcast, so that I can say the things that everybody else is kind of uh, scared to say. Nancy Pelosi's an idiot. Uh, the rest of the Democrats, uh, Adam Schiff, he's an idiot. Adam Schiff is a leaker, and that's all that he is. And I believe firmly that this whistleblower is Adam Schiff. That's just what I believe. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I thank you all for listening. Please consider supporting us. Y'all have a great, great day. But first, before we get started, I want to mention one of our sponsors, the original Patriot Survival Company. My Patriot Supply was founded by people with a passion for self-sufficiency and food independence. My Patriot Supply not only understands the drive to practice emergency preparedness, they are active participants in the survivalist lifestyle. They believe that freedom 
True freedom comes from attaining a certain level of self-reliance. My Patriot Supply prepares you for any type of emergency. I ordered several of their kits just to try them out. The food tastes great and the cooking vessels are grade A top-of-the-line accessories. They sell everything from supplies of food, cookware, and battery packs and charging systems. You never know when tragedy will strike. So being prepared when it does is priority number one. Their food packs are great tasting and have a 25-year shelf life. Most of their packs will last a family three months or more. So don't hesitate to make one of the most important decisions of your life. Prepare now. Order your survival kits from My Patriot Supply now. The link will be in the description below.